0: an objective view of the stresses and strains of this somewhat unanticipated phase of life from a common sense perspective. Together with listeners and guests, we explore these challenges, ask the tough questions, and find ways to address the daily trials associated with family, friends, work, society, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Black Jack Wade's Midlife. I've uh, been away for a while. Uh, my apologies. Uh, we're going to call this a uh, a blackjack brief and we're also testing out the microphone here it didn't kick me off uh so in previous t- attempts to use the microphone it had told me that uh, safari was working on allowing external mics it didn't give me that error this time so uh i think we might be working here or it's just picking up up through the native mic on the on the uh, ipad we'll see how this goes but um let's jump right in um I'm calling this kick in the pants because boy did I need one. And um I got one a couple weeks ago um over dinner with my wife. I was expressing my frustration with getting my online putting course, putting dot com, um, fully launched. Um, I felt like I was ninety percent of the way there. Um, and maybe in my uh my perfectionism was showing up a little too much. And so I was trying to get everything just perfect. And she's, um, her advice was just get it going. Just start, start your briefs, your reels, your shorts, your, all the things on social media, get that account, um, published, get that course published, I should say, and, um, make it available. And, um, that was, that was the kick in the pants that I needed. See, the thing is, I always look for, um, I love to, I, I know what I wanted to do. I know what I wanted to do in getting the digital portion of, of online course up. I just didn't know how to do it. And it was extremely frustrating. And I was, every day I was just trying to get up, trying to figure out how to do something. I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to do it. I'm not a technology expert. I've said this on the program before. I'm, learning a tremendous amount but i I sat down and i guess this is just kind of a i mentioned this a couple times in this brief it i just had to i just had to get after it and go through it and power through it um i follow a guy um online and subscribe to his email list and read a lot of his writings have taken a few of his courses and um yeah i've interacted with him you know digitally E- through email and text, and um, I told him I was really struggling with that final portion, getting all the courseware uploaded, formatted the way that I wanted, um, and published uh, and available to be to be purchased. And that involved setting up Stripe so that, you know, the payments can go through. And then I had to set up the secondary, what they call payment gateway, so that I could get... Um, paid out myself after the 30 day money back guarantee timeframe had elapsed for each new student. And so I finally got that figured out. It took me about four days of doing nothing except Google searches, watching YouTube videos. Um, but I was just going with what she, what she had advised me, you know, and, and it was great advice, just get going. And that was the sort of the kick in the pants that I needed kicking the butt to get my ass moving and and make the course available and and now that i have and i've learned how you know to create more content more um long form videos that i can chop up using ai and schedule for publishing out on let's see there's four platforms that publishes to right now the the clips uh they publish to um my youtube channel uh, if it's less than 30 seconds, it publishes as a short on the YouTube channel, um, which shows up differently in people's feeds that, that follow and the su- subscribership is growing. I'm pleased with that. It publishes to Instagram, my Facebook page, and to TikTok. And I knew absolutely nothing about TikTok going into this, so I had to take some, uh, I had to take some time to watch some videos, and I still would consider myself maybe, maybe 50% of the way there in learning how TikTok works and how it best is utilized, um, how to get to your audience. But I do know this. It's a search engine as well. It's becoming a a widely used search engine. So when you think about it, you know, the largest search engine on the planet is Google. Second to that is YouTube. And then uh, I think TikTok is making a run at that third spot. But it was just a power-through thing. I I couldn't find the motivation on a daily basis because the frustration outlasted any motivation I had when I was simply setting myself down in front of a computer and trying to figure things out. It's not my strong suit. I'm not a highly technical guy. Um, the platform that puttingisimple.com is up on is fairly comprehensive and I understand certain segments of it. And I certainly was able to get my course published, but there's a lot of parts of it I still don't understand like how to, how to use it for promotion or how to, I did figure out how to create a coupon code. So if you're watching this use uh spring, 2024 spring all in capital letters, spring two zero two four gets your half off. Um, if you happen to be watching this, blackjack Wade episode, but are also following, uh, putting and simple.com on any of the platforms I just mentioned. So I had to, I had to accept that kick in the butt. And at the same time, or in, over the same similar few weeks, um, my wife and I had to accept the fact that our, our boxing gym title boxing here in McKinney, Texas had shut down after 12 years, 12 years to the week that it opened. And I joined a week after it opened. So it was almost 12 years of consistent, um, three to five days a week and days, weeks that we were in town and we both used it extensively. We had, you know, original family rate pricing that had long since expired, but they were honoring it for us as uh, grandfathered in because we'd been here for so long. So now to go find another gym and find anywhere near that price point for, uh, the family is, is nearly impossible from what we've found so far. So and because we've had some moderate winter temperatures here, uh, my wife decided to go ahead and build out uh, a full workout area in the garage. So we, we'd already had a heavy bag ha- hanging in there in the center in between the cars that pull into the garage. But we went and bought some stall mats from um, – Tractor Supply Company to keep your feet from slipping all around on the concrete floor when you're trying to box. And she's added some resistance bands, some um, some hand weights. So she's doing some resistance. She's doing some boxing, kickboxing. And I've been using it the last few days myself, too, um, with a little boxing timer on there, on there. So that was sort of her kick in the pants, right? It was just one of these things where we had to find the motivation And motivation is just, I've really struggled with it over the last couple of weeks. Most of what I've gotten accomplished is by sheer determination. Not that I woke up feeling great and energized and looking forward to doing all the things I needed to do. That's what motivation would generally do for you. Um, But as Mel Robbins said, you know, the thing about motivation is it sucks because it's never there when you need it. When you need the motivation, that's generally when it's not around. Um, you wish it were, you can sit there and think, why can't I get motivated? I was motivated, you know, even last night while we were sitting there watching TV, I was thinking about all the things I was going to go do the next day. And I felt really energized by the thought, but you know, overnight that motivation, that feeling, those thoughts sometimes go away, many times go away. So I was like, all right, um, Got to get back in front of the microphone, too, and that's what this is, is powering through. This is going to end up being a short, folks, but I got to tell you, I've mentioned this before. I've I listened to more than one, um, sometimes as many as three podcasts a day, and um, I, I spent quite a bit of the time this morning uh, watching Joe Rogan's latest episode or next to latest episode with um, Dr. Phil McGraw, and the things they ended up talking about. Folks, we've been talking about these things on this program and this podcast series for months. And I said in the last one called Information that I was going to drop the gloves. I was going to talk like I talk with the enthusiasm that I normally talk about and go back and visit some of the previous subjects and do it the way I really wanted to do it. See, I was really thinking that I needed to kind of mute some things. I had to keep some things middle of the road, did not offend anybody to not um, express my truest opinion or thoughts because I wanted to be all things to all people simply said. And the reality is that is not possible. So I have to drop the gloves and I got almost, I won't say angry but I, was, I couldn't believe what they, they started talking about. They started talking about the importance of Dr. Phil specifically. Now, he has all the skins on the wall, right? He's got all the credibility. He's a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever all of his degrees are in as a, as a medical doctor for ba- basically mental, mental health issues. And he's starting to talk about things like critical thinking skills. Folks, we've been talking about that for months. We've been talking about how we have to teach our kids critical thinking skills to survive. They can't just be programmed, and I said it in the last episode, in information, when we were talking about misinformation and disinformation and who the fuck decides which one's which and who's or well, we know what we know which one is which, but who decides what's truth and what's not. And if you have the inability to think critically, you're at the whim of whatever that source is or that authority is to tell you what to think or how to think. If you don't develop the critical thinking skills, I would say, and he didn't even really mention a time frame, but I mean, I think teaching your kids at early ages to think through things is critical, no no pun intended, to... That being a life skill. In other words, you're probably not going to teach critical thinking skills later in life if you just allow them to be these little programmed robots that just do what they're told and believe what they're told and never question things and never never analyze things further beyond their, their you know face value to determine whether that's true or not or that's likely true or not or if there's any supporting evidence to that. And I'm like, what? This is the stuff we've been talking about for, uh, well, over a year. Um, I started this January of 2023. Um, we've been talking about things like critical critical thinking. The other thing is, he was talking about, Dr. Phil brought up that he's a believer in meritocracy. We were talking about that fucking months ago, too. That you, you, you have to have an earn it, work hard, get rewarded for the effort and the results that you get um, as opposed to just quotas or certain numbers of people of certain types of skin color or ethnicity have to be included as well just to satisfy checking a box um, for a, a chief diversity officer or something of that nature. Not, none of that makes sense. Even the people that buy into that really don't believe it, I don't think. I think they, they, they buy in. Um, it sounds good on paper um, or looks good on paper, sounds good if you just kind of talk about it as, yeah, well, we have to have equal representation. Well, um, as Dr. Phil said, he said, I don't, want, I don't want anyone flying my airplane that hasn't gone through all the rigorous tests and has been deemed the best quality pilot that they, they can be. In order to, uh, that's who I want flying the airplane, the person who's the best at it, not a person who's been given that position because they didn't have enough of a certain type of person or a certain type of background in that role. So that's garbage. Um, and in fact, I'll close with this. Um, Dr. Phil's going to start something that calls Merit Street Me- Media. Merit Street Media. Again, back to meritocracy. Merritt Street Media. It's not going to be just him. It will be a twenty four seven channel, four or six hours, I think he said, per day of news plus other programs on there, along with his own program. And one of the one of the programs on the on the new network will be um, a debate show. And he said, "Someone's got to get to the point, and might as well be me." His wife encouraged. She said, sure, "You're the you're the ideal person to do this." Um, because someone's got to be the one that says, let's not just yell at each other on uh, different arguments that we mar- are having in today's culture and things are changing um, in many ways. And, you know, if certain things now you're not allowed to say certain words, you're not allowed to say certain phrases, you're not allowed to say, you know, not, not supposed to say homeless anymore. You're supposed to say unhoused, just as an example, just as an example. But his point in this debate show is we're not just going to stand there and yell at each other or the 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 argument from one side to the other, regardless of which direction it is, can't be just shut up. That can't be the argument. You're going to bring facts. You're going to bring um, principles, um, evidence to an argument. And it's going to be an old school debate type format. Now, I'm going to right now tell you, I don't think it will last. I think it will be I think it will be. that particular program, I'm not saying his network won't. I'm not saying he won't m- change it or modify, have different programs. I'm sure the. I'm sure, Merritt Street me- Media will be successful. What I'm questioning is whether a debate program will have a long run or a short run. I'm predicting that it'll be short. I think it will be um, electrifying, exciting. Um, he's recorded several of the programs, so it's obviously – gotten through the initial acid test and they're launching here in, I guess, six weeks or so, I think he said. And um, so we'll see. Um, But he I loved what he said. He said he wants to own the debate lane in America. And I think that's a great way to to think about it. Like if, if no one else is allowing for structured debate with a certain format of how you bring up, bring about your uh, position on any subject that would be really, really interesting to watch because the whole point of debate is that he and Joe pointed out is you're supposed to be winning people over to your way, your side of an argument, or you're pointing out things that, about a particular argument that they hadn't thought of before. And so you might be saying you might not win them over, but you might change some of their perspective based on the, the things that you're bringing, um, Evidentiary things that you're bringing To a debate so All I'm saying folks is We're on the right track we don't have the Biggest audience yet certainly would be A while before we're rivaling dr. Phil Or joe rogan um, For that matter Um, But maybe that's not the goal Maybe it's just our own little army Here of um, Of subscribers That will grow organically And and hopefully we can get some more guests on the program. And so I offer that as I always do. Um, Send your information to host at com, And if you're interested in being on the program, we can set this up as a uh, interactive over, um, over the, our screens and record the show, edit the show if necessary, and put, put the show out there on the YouTube channel. And I always, do just the audio and still publish to all of the um, podcast platforms that are out there, Apple, Spotify, etc. cetera. So um, back into the subjects next week um, with the gloves off, talking like I talk enthusiastically, foul language included, labeled as explicit, but it's time to go. So until next time, this is Blackjack Wade signing off. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and tell your friends and family to check out Blackjack Wade's Midlife on their favorite podcast platform or on the web at blackjackwade.com. And as always, listener feedback and topic suggestions are welcome. Please email me at host at blackjackwade.com. That's host, H-O-S-T, at blackjackwade.com.